Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. Is your refrigerator running? I I really should check. Should we pause the recording? I, I mean, it's one of those things that you just don't think about until someone asks, and now I'm concerned. I mean, I have some kimchi in there, and if the refrigerator stops running, I, that'll be have to be an apology. Now that we've <laughs> lost all of our listeners, <laughs> Sean, why don't you get to the punchline? Uh, well, I, I it would have worked much better if one of you had if either max or kevin had answered the phone uh because the, the oh. whole point was for the punchline to be no but apparently pierce is a whole fucking lie oh oh yeah i actually i i did run um just before our podcast today because the end of the work day happens to be a good time where i can conceivably um leave uh leave my colleagues in the dust if you will um <laughs> But I don't, I don't know. I, I guess to give some 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 background to this, and we'll get into it more. I suggested talking about this because you start doing something and you think you're doing it for one one reason. In the case for me, this this thing is running, um, and now I've gotten to the point where I'm just doing it um, without really thinking about it it's just it's just something i do at the end of the day or like once on the weekends because i want to do it and that is a wild turn of events because um prior to i don't know 18 months ago or so i had the relationship to running that i think all of you do i mean kevin you just to start with you you are someone and i've i've talked with you about this some i think you're feeling about running is very much what what mine was previously uh yeah i i like exercise a lot um i can run all day on a basketball court but when it comes to just running i i'm bad at it i dislike it uh and pretty much now the only time i run again outside of like chasing a ball around is if i'm like trying to get somewhere faster and i don't really care that other people are around or whatever so i'll just run somewhere because it's a bit faster than walking yeah or or the other thing is like you run because you feel like you have to like your other options are are limited i mean max or or sean can you think of the last time you were like i guess i'm gonna run for exercise or or i feel like i should go on a run or something like that um yeah you're making me think about it the last time for me was probably at least six months ago I tell myself like, oh, I, you know, this is a good neighborhood for running. I'll go on a, a jog. Um, I don't like running. I don't like how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> similar to Kevin, I wouldn't even know. I don't know if I'd say I like exercise, but like if I'm playing, I, I mean, tennis doesn't have as much running as basketball, but it definitely has running and um, singles tennis, maybe not doubles. Uh, but and yeah, I don't mind that. Like I'll get exhausted running and things like that. 
Um, but it's interesting. I do regularly run, I don't know if it counts as running, on an elliptical, which I didn't even think about before we started recording. And, and so if you consider that running, depending on what height it's at, I guess I do that like two or three times a week. I, I think I think there there's a. But that's just because it's better for my knees. Otherwise, I use a treadmill, but it it kind of hurts my knee. Well, I think there's a, a verb issue there. You elliptical on an elliptical. Uh, that's that's not running. Like, it's it's exercise. Like no no mm-hmm. no that's doubt fair. about it. I wasn't claiming it was running. That's why I brought <laughs> it up though. So do I go on? I usually choose the elliptical over the treadmill, even though I almost prefer the treadmill, mm-hmm. because the elliptical I've been told is better for my my knee joints, which are. Uh, powdered and you know more more for someone in their you know 80s or so than, than myself uh, you're 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 the podcast dewan blair if you will if i will sure um and, and uh, i would Max say definitely does not know who DeJuan <laughs> blair is. no chance at all uh so in, instead we'll we can move past that and i'll i'll say yeah. that i feel about running the way that some people feel about a certain uh, immunization protocol, which is to say, I, as far as I know, like we may need to do some more research and figure out whether or not it's even like it's actually worse for you than not running. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am uh, a fairly enthusiastic long distance walker. I do yes. love a good long ass two hour ex- exercise walk mm-hmm. i quite enjoy and, that on the weekend and and the thing that i haven't said about running and and sean you you hit on something i do want to get to it has gotten to the point of me doing it that now i sign up for races and i get excited about it and and I think I have an idea about why. I mean, I, I pretty I pretty well know why. This is turning into um, a podcast about mental illness. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. And and speaking of that, we should go to the origin of this. And Kevin mentioned liking doing exercise and liking playing basketball. Those are two things that that Kevin and I both did a lot in in Arlington. Sometimes together. And then all of a sudden, you know, eighteen months ago, for reasons. Um, those were not options to me anymore. I was not going to go to the gym, which was a bummer. Mm-hmm. I was not going to play basketball with folks inside anymore, which was also a bummer. And I'm, you know, inside all the time. It's like, I should do something. I feel better when I'm active. And so that was where, it, it, and part of it is, is, yes, it was activity, um, but it was a way to get out of the house and so sean when you mentioned being a long distance walker in a lot of ways that is something that i also enjoy that is the time in which and also walking to work and everything that's the time in which i catch up on podcast sometimes i catch up on music i did not have an outlet for that and this was the most logical outlet in a lot of ways to do that for me um so so like i feel like i approached it from from an extension of that as opposed to like, I want to become a runner, which is something I've said said before. But I run in the same thing that you know you all have mentioned. You know, Kevin, you've mentioned. It's just it is not something that that catches my attention or interest. I, so yeah, I, I would I wonder if that's something that is even like possible for like for that to be your intro. Like, 
I I want to get into running because I want to be a runner sounds crazy. It sounds completely bananas. But I, I'm doing this for exercise reasons because I it makes me feel better to be active or or there's this sort of particular health and wellnessy type goal that I am I'm trying to achieve like that makes sense. But like I, I it would be it would be much weirder to me I think if you started from a place of like mm-hmm. I'm doing this cuz I think I would love to run. Yeah, I I mean I I think part of that like thinking that I want to to be a runner. It's not unlike if you want to go to the gym cuz I don't know, you see people that like are power lifters and you're like i want to be a power lifter that looks cool i bet that that feels cool but there's a lot of work in between there and i mean it's just like anything else your your intentions in and what is driving your interest it, it almost has to be more i don't know consistent with your character that's in some ways like people that i've met that are runners are not really i i I don't know that we have a lot of the same characteristics we just do this thing and we we both do it and then you can reflect on portions of it that are the same but like that is you know kind of developed and is just one one piece as opposed to like it's not a whole being thing but you were going to say kevin yeah well i maybe that is the secret because i have i did the same thing with um when when COVID started, the gym was shut off. I was like, "Oh, there's a beautiful river path that I like to go on walks with. I'm gonna I'm gonna run." And and I didn't want to be a runner. I wanted to like running because it you know I listeners of the pod will know that I'm I like efficiency. I like units done per time or whatever. And running is a very uh, uh you'll get a lot of exercise for you know less amount of time uh i think i'm with sean the jury's still out on that one we need more research done. <laughs> you don't want to deplete, oh, well, you don't want to deplete you, your lifetime exercise battery uh, yeah I don't right. <laughs> well if i like if i you would have to elliptical for a long time to get the same uh if you want to just use sure calories as your starting point so anyway so i would love to be able to get like a great workout done that quickly but that was like the only reason and i'd like to oh like i can exercise outside but i didn't want to be a runner i hate runners i hate running and it didn't yeah. work so <laughs> i got and, a running and, machine instead which is like 10 percent better oh, and, and i and i should and i should point out like the you know kevin is 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 right with all of this he also has lived with on multiple occasions very good accomplished runners as opposed to just some you know uh, Joe Schmo, like like me, like just doing it very recreationally, very much as is a hobby. But but you guys are making great points, which is like an elliptical wakes makes so much more sense because it doesn't smash your knees and your hips. And you know, I, uh, shout out to Paul Flannery and his running probably probably newsletter, which is wonderful. He's constantly talking about all these injuries he has. Running is stupid. Don't do it. Uh, that's what I would say. It's also a terrible workout in a lot of ways. Speaking of efficiency. You're so hungry afterwards, and I feel like I'm hungry for a long time. It doesn't help you lose weight, and you're running, and you're tired from that, and then all of a sudden you lose a bunch of upper body strength because you're like, I don't have the energy to go to the gym, or you can't go to the gym. So I would not recommend it for the sake of exercise to anyone. At the same time, you know, Kevin, you talked about this this path you wanted to go on, and I've realized that the thing that drives me 
to keep running has a lot to do with the the places I've lived, which are choices that I am able to make from a point of privilege not everyone can make. But I've had pretty places to run, a lot of which are that I lived by a park. Um, I lived in a nice neighborhood in Arlington. I now live in a nice neighborhood area in Atlanta. And I get to run by all these like pretty cool fancy houses and with with cars and, and stuff and lots of trees and I'm really not there to run I'm there to listen to my podcast and like you know just like you Sean observe it's just I'm going a little bit further and if that drives me to go further because I'm like oh I want to explore this neighborhood and that's that is what's driving me yeah that- you, you sounds like you need a bicycle or a moped no you will get killed here so fast on one of those <laughs> If it's on a moped, by me. You need virtual. You need meta. You need the metaverse. No, no, no. Your You go yeah, straight to totally hell. Fair. Hasco, do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> Maybe we'll get sued. But that. So that point about like exploring is one that really clicks for me too, because that has been like going on an eight mile stroll. And it's not a stroll. Like I'm, I'm walking pretty hard. I'm doing like mm-hmm. not quite 15 minute pace, but like probably 16 to 16 and a half minute pace. Like it's a reasonably taxing uh, pace for for that amount of time. Um, but it is also still slow enough for you to be able to to you know kind of stop and look around. And that has been a a way for me having moved to a new place within the last 12 months you know and also in in silver spring uh it a way for me to explore new parts of my surroundings that i might not otherwise uh like i'll I'll actually go kind of make a a big snake through scott's edition in the morning here in richmond and just like kind of take in the the industrial hum of all the warehousey stuff that's going on and kind of uh find alleys and and kind of back paths and and stuff like that um but it also was like a huge uh lifeline for me last year at the very beginning of the pandemic when i was in charlottesville staying with emily um and I was clearly very stir crazy and stressed out all the time and spent really the first, like, I don't know, four to six weeks taking just incredibly poor care of myself and finally hit a point where I was like, I, I got to change something about what's going on. And I spent all this time walking around Charlottesville but like kind of going further into places that I didn't spend a lot of time. Like I spent a lot of time up way up observatory Hill, like behind dorms, like walking all the way up to the top to the observatory, uh, kind of walking around uh, the Fry spring area and, and the stuff off JPA. Uh, and, and so like even in this place where I had spent eight years of my life between school and the time that I lived and and worked there. Like, you know, there still was so much more 
kind of untapped for me. And that was something that I, I really needed. And, and that, that gets to another, another aspect that maybe it's not, you know, it certainly is not specific to running, but you know, Pierce, you, you talk about how it's become really part of, of your routine. And I mean, God, in the last, in the last two years, what have we all needed if not some routine and structure for, for Mm -hmm. sanity purposes? Yeah. And and I mean, that's, that's the thing, whether you are, are on an elliptical or you're underneath a a barbell or, or you're running or you're walking or, you know, walking your dog, walking with, with people, whatever it is. I mean, we think of exercise so much in the physical terms and in, in the the way it has an impact there but you know exercise is, is mental and it's for your mental health as well and I, I feel like that's overlooked and you know it's like oh it's good for your endorphins to work out and stuff things things like that we we get that we almost take that for granted but it's like no sometimes just taking 30 minutes and you know whatever you get your heart rate up a little bit that's fine but like taking 30 minutes to listen to music because it makes you feel good having that going on as as well i i feel like the the mental part of the exercise is is often overlooked and i realize that that's that's the main reason i'm doing it now i mean i just got a gym membership i feel comfortable at this point going um but i'm still gonna go running and and i've still gone a lot because it i think is a really enjoyable mental exercise yeah, I like I'm it's a sweet message. Like I'm with you guys. The issue is that when I run, like I literally feel <clears throat> like hell. I feel like Yeah. This is the worst thing ever. I can't wait for it to be done. I wish I were doing anything else right now. And and, and, and that's yeah, go ahead. I don't get the you know, the so called runner's high, which is I I, I don't know what that is. It it do, it doesn't exist. It, it, it scientifically there there is no evidence of it. There's a stuff you should know, uh, short stuff from a couple months ago on it. Um, uh-huh. There's no evidence that that it exists. Uh, people express that. I and again, I, I'm not saying like you should run. I it doesn't it doesn't feel good. Um, you know, I did a a longer race recently. Um, and it did, it did not feel good. But the thing that felt the less good about it was towards the end. And it wasn't because that portion was uphill. Um, and it wasn't even because those roads were like a little more craggy and I had to watch my steps. It was because there was less cool stuff to look at. What has been really great about those and what keeps me going a lot of times is like, I mean, stuff as simple as like today. I'm like, oh, there's a really pretty tree that that has a bunch of red leaves and it didn't have them the last time I ran by here because I haven't ran this way in a while. Or there's a dog I see occasionally and that's a very cool, cool dog. On on the races, what is so cool and uh, honestly, at the start of them, I, I am kind of overcome with how cool it is. It's like, there are no cars on this road. It is just me. I'm getting to run by and experience these things that I normally don't. And yes, there's an aspect of like, I want to do better, but that's not why I'm there. I'm there to look at cool stuff, just like any tourist. But the point is well taken that none of these things are good justifications for that activity being running as opposed yes. to something else. As opposed to walking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can, you can, you can do them in the, in the, in the meta. You can do them by walking. The The nice thing about running is, is I get to do more of it in a shorter period of time so it's 
in some ways, Kevin, to, to your point about efficiency, it's, um, you know, it, it can be very silly. Um, but, but that's, that is my efficient touriseming. There is also something about it that, you know, uh, maybe this is sort of connected to the efficiency point, but like there is something about running as like a industry is not exactly the right word, but like as a, a world that mm-hmm. appeals greatly to uh, the the quantified age, the optimization age. It mm-hmm. offers immense opportunities for uh, robust data collection and tracking of one's progress and accomplishments and improvements. And so yeah. like there there's a, a certain there's an you know that's one of those things that cuts both ways and they like there are legitimate good applications of it and there are legitimate insane applications of it um mm-hmm. and, and they're they're both they're basically both the same it's all it hinges on like your attitude about it um but it, it is something and, and especially especially with you know with races in in a way that is not the same for for walking like you have these events that can serve as milestones it can be something that you like train for and and kind of watch over time and see how how your performance changes yeah and and i think that's maybe where something but goes from from being a hobby to to being more than that um is a side when hustle oh no um that's wow. two people kick off the pot in one pot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's like if you know completing something and, and feeling good a, a, about it, it is for me right now. That is that is enough. That is fulfilling. But when you start, you know, compete even if it's just competing in yourself, try against yourself, trying to get better to 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 get better to to accomplish more. Um, that that's where I think it becomes something something more than that. For me right now, it's like. Running a bit faster, uh, you know, just the, the stuff I've talked about enjoying. It doesn't really, it doesn't really change that. I, I like when I run faster in a race, but uh, you know, and and I I do for whatever reason, you know, in those circumstances. But it doesn't make me enjoy it anymore. Uh, Max, you were saying. Well, so where I thought Sean was actually going to go, um, I I I would like to get into running um for a few reasons one is like kevin said it's just efficient it's definitely good for you it's a good exercise and it's a fun way to explore i think one big thing that i I, sean was leading towards this but then he went more in the data collection is for whether you consider it an exercise or a hobby but like the things you would compare it to the the cost of entry is just so low yeah in a way that's like it's it's i can convince myself to go on a run around my neighborhood and that cost me nothing. But as someone who just moved to an area where people are really into outdoorsy things, one of the big things to do here is mountain biking. And so I was talking to a friend and I said, oh, he's, he said, oh, we're going to get some mountain bikes. I said, oh, like how much, you know, how much does a mid-level mountain bike cost? And he's like, yeah, you can get one for, you know, two or three grand. I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can get a pair. I mean, yeah, you probably should get shoes for running and those can be it can be a couple hundred bucks, but you, you could go for a run and, and you probably already have some sneakers and 
and in that sense it's, a, it's it feels a lot easier to to try it and and see if you like it whereas if you go spend three thousand dollars on a mountain bike and it's not yeah. for you you kind of feel like a sucker yeah it, a i mean same thing with with skiing um you know i think there are a lot of sports like that that uh, are activities like that that are in vogue for a certain strata and you know have efficiencies and have very nice marketing around the things you wear and everything uh, which there's plenty of that with with running but yeah you're right the the barrier for entry um has that effect and the other thing that that happens with that is you know you 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 meet fewer people at least you know in the course of things the people you meet who can mountain bike and have the means to do that is a smaller pool than the people who have means to to do things like running or or play basketball or i mean even just just go to the gym and and maybe that's not your whole life maybe that's not all you talk about but i've made friends with people mentioning oh i just i just ran this race and then you know from there you you have discussions like that it's not it's not everything but i would imagine if you do something like mountain biking you are literally more invested in it and and so maybe you really feel like you have to express it you have to talk about it just like people who are really into sailing like they have to talk about it (laughs) or or horse people (laughs) well as to the question of whether or not running is as a, a low cost thing um you know, wait, wait till you go try to enter a race and they ask you for money for it. They're asking yeah. you for money you to get, run. Those you get a t-shirt out of it. You have to pay to be in a race? <laughs> yeah, you should get it. Yeah. I thought get, you got paid if you win. I mean, you, get you a t-shirt. may. I'll never know. Yeah, you get, exactly. You you get a t-shirt, or, as I found out and told Sean about. Buy a about. t-shirt, get a free run. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, and also, you don't have a choice. You have to buy the t-shirt. Yeah, yes. you, you've you've effectively bought, but still, it's no. Like, I'm I'm being flippant because obviously there are costs associated to putting on a race event. Like I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm just being a jackass. I'm I'm not serious. Like of course, of course <laughs> yeah. you 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 pay to enter events that have like how yeah. much? How much? Um, I I think it's like you pay per mile. How's <laughs> well, the fuel? I mean, how's your fuel efficiency? <laughs> I don't I don't think it's I, I don't think it's like that. But yeah, I mean, I think that. Uh, usually it's like 20, 30 bucks, something like oh, that's, that. That's uh, interesting because I, I gave about an hour's thought to signing up for the Richmond 8K, which would have been on mm-hmm. Saturday, the past Saturday, and they wanted like $55. I'm, I also have a membership to the Atlanta Track Club, and that breaks it down. Fair enough. But still, I don't think what, that they're usually – What happens if you 50. just go run next to them? Are they going <laughs> to stop you? They tend to notice pretty quickly when every participant has a a number on them except for one. Yeah. (laughs) Just wear a jersey. (laughs) Also, Max, Max, these things start at like 7 a.m. You're not, I I know you're waking up earlier now, but you're you're not going to wake uh, up just to do that. You were not awake when the Richmond Marathon ended on Saturday, and it's not just (laughs) because of the time zones. It is also definitely because of the time zones, but you would not have been awake uh regularly uh, yeah that used to always be the excuse i would give when i didn't like running it was like oh, it's too early but i don't no i just don't like it they start they started no at seven forty-five. yeah i mean ultimately that's a seven forty-five even feels feels kind of late that's that's like the uh, but i i mean ultimately i'm i'm not even saying that that you should run you've I, said several you know, times from, on this podcast that you shouldn't 
Yeah, I, I feel like that's one thing. Like, as a not doctor, but maybe even if I was a doctor, I would probably suggest you not run. <laughs> certainly not on the hard surfaces on asphalt. Certainly not concrete. And probably but, not in suede pumas. Pro- probably not in suede pumas as well. I mean, go go get fitted for shoes. You have to pay for the shoes, but the fitting is free. Um, and, and those are very interesting people who fit. They'll be so worried about the effect they will have on your knees. They'll be more thoughtful than you've ever, well, maybe not you, Max, but more thoughtful than anyone ever been for me around my knees. Um, but like, you know, find the thing that, that is, I mean, it is essentially, uh, you know, when you, when you put the medicine in, in the cheese for the dog, like, the cheese for me is is the journey it just so happens that it kept it kept me sane um and and it helped with you know staying active but i'm here for the cheese i'm here for the leaves and and the houses and laughing at cars that like don't understand the rules of the road that's what i'm there for so find your thing that does that all the better if they clear the roads for you to do it on occasion for you know 30 bucks yeah. Well, I just uh, another question. Like, when you're done, Pierce, like, what do you do? You wind down with the Nickelodeon Ultra, or what do you? <laughs> you know, I, I if if you'll allow no, me, he's into Nickelodeon Ultra. Nickelodeon Ultra did a thing during the uh, NBA Finals or NBA Playoffs about like send us your workout and we'll send you a gift card. And I had just run what was the longest distance for me as yet, and so I sent it to them. I haven't gotten anything. So Michelob Ultra, if you're listening, never had your beer. Not going to have, or I've had it once. It sucks. Not going to have it anymore. It does. You dodged a bullet. I'm going to give that gift card, if it ever comes, to somebody who needs it. I'm going to be like, hey, don't drink this beer. Um, Just go, just go, or maybe I should do it. Use the gift card and then, you know, smash it or something. (laughs) You know, just, just dump it. Just, just dump it and, and like a prohibitionist or something. That's really the only place that we could end the running podcast is Michelob Ultra can kick rocks. So I, I don't I don't want to mess you're, with you're magic. better off drinking a, a rolling rock and chewing the glass. That's what it is. Yeah, I don't I don't want to mess with magic. So I, I think we should we should hit any any final thoughts that that people have. But otherwise, we should we should power ahead, make it, you know, make it up Heartbreak Hill and, and turn into the home stretch for Pierce Asari. Yeah. Um, but speaking of, of health, um, so I went to uh, uh, so the apology this week is, is going to sound kind of cheesy. But but um, speaking of the cheese standing alone um, from earlier, um, but uh, it, it's really it's really to my my fellow my fellow Americans. But the thing is, I was reminded of it this morning when I was reading reading something um in tom ziller's uh good morning it's basketball um so i went to the doctor last week for my physical and i go to the doctor my goal is to just go once a year because that's how many times i can go for free and when you go once a year you often forget about things that that you're you're maybe struggling with or whatever or you've put aside or not worried about and and for me um I, I like have had ulcers in my mouth and they really suck for like my whole life. And, and I get them in the back of my throat and they really suck. And I'm always like, I'll just deal with it. It's fine. It's whatever. So I finally asked my doctor, 
I was like, hey, I get these. There was one recently and I'm like, I wanted to say something. This has been going on for a very long time and I've never asked before. And I asked for, for help and and I got it and, and I'm able to afford that and, and I do have health insurance. But I'm sorry that we live in a society where you're like, how many times can I go to, to the doctor um, and can I afford to, to get help? And I just realized, like, I'm in a position where I can make it happen, but it still sucks. And, and it makes me really sad that, that, you know, you can't ask for help. So that's all to say, I, I apologize that we live in a society like this, but I do also want to give credit. Um, the reason I thought about this this morning is because Dave Yeager, um, the assistant coach for the 76ers, is taking some time off to, to be treated for cancer, which he caught really early, which is great. And he's being very public about it because he wants people to go to the doctor and get checked. And so this is me amplifying that message. And I'm sorry that it's scary to go to the doctor and it's expensive, but I, you know it is important to, to ask for help and to, to seek help, both mentally and, and physically, as we just discussed. So... Go to your doctor. I'm sorry it's so hard. Okay. Uh, th- that sounds to me like an admission that you are responsible for health care costs in this country. So uh, thank I you for your have been in. I actually have been in the past in some ways, which, which we, <laughs> we can discuss. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think we need to do that, you know, HIPAA and whatnot. Uh, no, so, no, no. So instead, uh, we I will— I believe it's pronounced hip, hippo, hip, hippo. <laughs> Uh, instead, we'll we'll close the show with a big idea from pop culture, and uh, I alluded, I think, last week to uh, some podcast things that I wanted to talk about. One of which I was listening to, and and one of which I I had made. The one that I've made is still not done; it's not out yet, so I can't share that. But I can ask: Have you all heard the rumor? I, I don't think I'm at liberty to discuss it at this time. It's a good answer. Uh, well, the the rumor in this case is a podcast from uh, the podcast network Blue Wire, uh, but that show does indeed center around a rumor, namely the rumor that in 1997 a Baltimore Orioles game was delayed, was postponed by uh, a power outage, a partial power outage at Camden Yards. And that the reason that happened is that the power was cut in order to preserve Cal Ripken's streak, which had already surpassed Lou Gehrig's streak by that point. And that the reason that they needed to postpone the game to prolong the streak is that Ripken had forgotten his glove or, or some, some other thing that he needed, turned around and went home to retrieve it, and found his wife in bed with Kevin Costner and proceeded to beat the dog shit out of him so badly <laughs> that he, like, you know got you know hurt his hand or, or something and, and c- 
couldn't play that night. And so he called the stadium and enacted a plan to uh, to get the game postponed. Uh, the, the show is being made by these two longtime Orioles fans who – I've only listened to the first episode, uh, but, but they, they're doing – they do that thing that podcast creators sometimes do where they take uh, a small thing and make it uh, a symbol of a much larger thing. Uh, and, and so it seems that this is going to be a story about integrity. And uh, they, they've, they've mentioned uh, already on multiple occasions that, um, you know, if this rumor were, were to, to be proven true, uh, that it, it would in in many ways destroy their last remaining connection to the sport of baseball and and and, and thus in in some ways to their childhoods um so so i i have a feeling it will be uh very overwrought and at times a bit ridiculous but then again so is the story about cal ripkin pulling rank and getting an MLB game postponed because he may be found Kevin Costner sleeping with his wife. So uh, if any of those things pique your interest, the pot is the I, I don't know, great. man. Uh, Baltimore in, in 1997, outside of Cal Ripken and John Waters, there really isn't anything going on. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to say that if, if the podcast is successful, David Simon should pick it up for and turn it into Ooh. season six of The Wire. down in the hole oh boy uh yeah i'm not gonna touch that one uh instead i will say that it is the end of the show you can find us at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com or you can subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice if you do that please tell a friend about the show we'd love to share it with them as well We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Practice.